Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about No Fun, the Jen Kirkman Podcast, Season 11, Episode 18. And I am on strike from my job. Only an adhd could suddenly lose, you know, the 40-plus hours a week they spent at work and still suddenly be like, I have no time. I, I don't know how I do it. But yes, I talked about it last week on the show. Uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you got to hear all the details of what the writer's strike is all about. For anyone still confused, you can you can join Patreon and listen to that episode. Support a writer who's uh, on strike and not getting paid. But um, But since I've recorded that last week's episode, I've actually been to the picket lines every day and I'll just share some non-union, non, I don't know, official, non-political thoughts about it. Well, first of all, when I heard we were going on strike potentially, I I didn't know what it would be like because I've never been on strike before with my union, the Writers Guild. I got into the Writers Guild like a year after their last strike, which was 2008. So I thought, you know, they make you pick it eight, 10 hours a day. That's what I was picturing. It's like, oh my God. But it's really not. It's about, 
you know, um, four, four hours a day, three to four. And you, you know, you sign up for places and all that kind of thing. And, uh, I will tell you, I had a, well, I had a friend who was sick last week, really, really sick, and he couldn't join the picket line. And I was like, you know, the pictures and the videos make it look like this party. Um, but, but like everything, the pictures and videos just tell one part of the story. They just tell the 60 seconds of any story that you want to tell that's the best part of it. Oh my God, somebody showed up with a giant speaker and they're playing worker-friendly songs like nine to five and she works hard for the money. So anyone looking on at, you know, anyone who is on the outside, who's looking at the writer's strike and thinks, oh, that looks kind of fun. You know, sure, there is part of it that can be a little fun, I guess. Well, for LA, I mean, the Writers Guild West is having the most fun picket lines. There's mariachi bands, celebrities are showing up, bringing pizza and whatever. I mean, I think on the East Coast, Pete Davidson brought pizza to one of the picket lines. I was on a different one in Manhattan, so I didn't get any of the Pete Davidson pizza. But there was one thing I saw where all the late night hosts together sent like a waffles truck. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't combine. What do you get Seth Meyers and Jimmy Fallon and Stephen Colbert? You don't all pitch in for one waffle truck. You're rich. You said. First of all, you drive that truck yourselves. Now, not that any of the writers are going to be thrilled at seeing celebrities. We see celebrities. We, we don't care. But it's a publicity thing. You want to go there to get the press there, to show that you are on the side of the Writers Guild. And I swear everyone on the East Coast is doing it wrong. Cynthia Nixon came out. Did she bring anything? No. The character who plays Che Diaz, they came out. Which, by the way, of, of anyone who doesn't need to defend writers. It's it's Che Diaz from, you know, the Sex and the City reboot. You should be you should have been on strike after reading the scripts that were written for you Che Diaz, but you know, appreciated. You don't have to bring anything. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Susan Sarandon was out there. No, we don't need her and her third party voting 2016. But well, you got to bring stuff. You don't just show up with your fame. We don't care. You do it to get press. That helps. 
bring stuff, make yourself look good, get good press for yourself while you're promoting the writer's strike. Doesn't anyone know how to be famous anymore? And then people were like, I saw this person on the line. I'm like, that's not a real famous person. Comedians and people on Saturday Night Live, I'm not talking that level of fame. I'm talking like, get Sarah Jessica Parker out there, but she's too busy on Instagram posting about her shoe store to, to be bothered to come down to the line. And then when you're on the inside of the line, there's always that part where you start running into people that you know that you don't necessarily want to see. It's like friends from 20 years ago where you're like, oh, hi. You know, I sort of remember your name. Yes, we did one open mic together. That, Yeah, okay. Oh, God, this person's starting to network with me because they're in the union, but they haven't worked. And, you know, it's like that happens. Or someone who wants to be a writer and they're walking around you know, holding a sign and you swear to God, they're about to pull a script out of their neck, their hand next and go, will you read this? Like there's a lot of that weird energy where all of a sudden you're walking and then someone's walking next to you that you really don't want to talk to. It's like being at a party, but you can't leave. It's exactly like being at a party because you are shouting loudly, trying to be heard. And it's awkward. You first show up. You're like, I don't know if I'm going to know anyone. Then you see some of your friends and you get in a rhythm and you're talking with your friends. And then some rando comes over, but your friend doesn't know that that's just a rando to you. So they think you're happy to talk to the rando because you're like, oh, hi. And then your friend kind of goes off somewhere else. And then you're like, no. And then you're stuck with the rando and you're walking with the rando and you can't really say, oh, I got to go. I got to work early in the morning. Nope. Can't use that excuse. So it's like a party with no food. And some music, mostly the song nine to five over and over, and the people coming up to you that you don't really want to talk to, and now you have no excuse to get away from them. It can be stressful, not just wondering if your entire industry is going to collapse. There's also social awkwardness going on on these lines. So please, please have sympathy for the writers that are out there. Doesn't that part just sound terrifying. No, not the part where AI may, might take our jobs. The part where we have to run into people that we don't necessarily want to talk to. Anyway, but overall, mostly, it's been an interesting experience learning about what these studios did. And I and how they just didn't even want to come to the table to negotiate. And there's lots of rumors swirling around. Who knows what's real? Oh, they all booked their European vacations. They're on yachts. They wanted this strike to happen so they could, you know, have an excuse to make layoffs and cuts. I have no idea. But what I do know is that, or what I have learned is that the people that the guild was negotiating with aren't even the same people that the guild negotiated with five years ago. This is like the Silicon Valley tech bro kind of influence on our industry in the, in the sense that the representatives and the lawyers and the people speaking on behalf of the CEOs, they're, they're from a different world. They're from like media and tech, not entertainment. They don't know what it takes to make a good show. They'll say things like, why do you need six to nine writers in a writer's room? 
They think that they think you can just have people write stuff for absolutely no money. They want one person doing it on a day rate, so you don't even know if you're coming back the next day. Like they don't. It's maddening. There's a anytime you just just Google WGA and you can read all about it, but it's it's absolutely a huge moment in labor, and I'm getting very excited about it. And I'm obsessed now with the Teamsters Union because they have our back. They're not allowed to cross a picket line. Or they can if they want. And they won't get. It. Sorry, the Teamsters can refuse to cross a picket line, meaning. If writers are picketing in front of a studio that's about to start shooting at 6 a.m., the Teamsters can say, I'm not going in there because we don't cross picket lines and we're in solidarity and they leave. Without the Teamsters, you can't really do a production that day. And there are productions that are still shooting because their scripts have been written already. It's, It's a tough call because that brings into question, you know, technically, yes, you can shoot without script with scripts being written already. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But there's, you know, there's parts of writing that happen when you're shooting sometimes and after you're shooting. And so, you know, it's up to each showrunner to make their own decisions. But the WGA is like, we're trying to shut it all down, you know, and there's something very exciting about this moment because the public support has been incredible because people know this isn't you know, the 1% trying to get into the 0.05%. This is a normal job where you you stay at it long enough. Yeah, you can get real rich, but you've been working your ass off for 20 years. You know, it's a normal job. It's not rich people trying to get richer. Sure, some people are rich. They're fighting, though, not so much for themselves, but for the rights of the people coming up underneath them. And when you don't have more writers coming into the fold, then the pension and the health fund that are part of our union, nobody's paying into it anymore. You know what I mean? The whole thing collapses. Like there's a whole system here that could collapse if they try to make writing something that's like a gig economy type job. So anyway, I talked about it all last week. You can listen to it if you want. But I just wanted to say, say a prayer for us out there because it's like an awkward party with no music and you have to wear your ugliest sneakers or else your feet hurt. That That's really, that's the reality of it. 
All right. If you want to hear the rest of this episode, head on over to my Patreon. Oh, so many people have been asking, does this affect your podcast? I mean, it's not really written, is it? No. The WGA Writers Guild, being a member of that has to do with working in television or film. This is, I can write all day long. I can write a book if I want. I mean, I don't want to, but I can write this podcast. I can, it's not a union you join because you're a writer. It's, it's a union you join because you have been given a job in television and film and you can't do the job unless you're in the union. It's not a bunch of writers got together and decided to unionize. It's not like that. So this podcast isn't affected. Nothing to do with it. So don't worry. I'm still here. Um, But head on over to Patreon if you want to hear the rest of this episode. I'm going to be talking about many things. You will see it all in the show notes below what I'm talking about. And you can come on over And once you join Patreon, you can listen to it on your favorite podcast app. You don't have to sit there on the website. All right. I'll see you over there. And if not, all right. Until next week, have fun.